Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. So this month of April is a very important month because it's the month of the resurrection. Oh, yes. Someone said resurrection. Resurrection. Now, resurrection is a big deal. Big deal. Someone said big deal. Big deal. You know, anyone can start a religion any time of their choice. But before long, they'll be confronted with one question. And one question only. What happens when a person dies? Oh, yes. Amen. I remember I must have been in first year or second year in college. And one of the subjects, sociology, they were teaching us the importance of religion. They said, why is religion so important in sociology? So one of the answers they gave us was that religion is very important because it answers metaphysical questions. It provides answers where people don't have answers. Amen. It provides hope where situations are hopeless. It tries to explain the unexplainable. So they said religion is very important. This is sociology. It's not even a Bible college subject. But they appreciated the importance of having an answer to a metaphysical question. Who is God? Is there a God? Is there an external power controlling life? When we die, what happens? Where do we go when we die? How does it feel to die? You know, all those questions are the questions they were trying to answer in that sociology class. And they said religion is very important because it provides answers to what? Metaphysical questions. And one of the biggest questions that people need to answer and settle for all is the issue of death. When you die, what happens? Now, many different religions have tried to provide a solution and an answer to the question of death. So someone starting a religion, they said, no, 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 no. In our religion, when you die, you come back. So you die as a human being, you come back as a chicken. So you make sure that you don't go anywhere near KFC. They are trying to answer a metaphysical question. All right, if not a chicken, you come back as an elephant. (laughs) So if you're African, you become become an African elephant. If you're an Asian, an Asian elephant. (laughs) 
They are trying to answer a metaphysical question. Are you hearing me? Yes. Yeah. So don't break the ants. You may step on your uncle who passed away last year. <laughs> he might have come back like an ant. When they see a cake in the house, hey, that one is my cousin. I'll tell you, it's not easy. Starting a religion. <laughs> now others said, no, 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 no. For us, you die, you die. You are finished. You are finished. No more coming back like chickens, geckos, frogs, and turtles. No, you are finished. You don't exist anymore. But you see, science, science, is disproving that yes. every single day. It's oh, not yes. even to do with religion. It's nothing to do with the Bible. Science has now woken up to say, no, 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 wait a minute. There seems to be a life outside the body. There seems to be an existence outside the body. Yes. And so there was an accident. An accident. Boom! This car burst into flames. And when the car burst into frames, there was a little girl about 12 years of age. Cameras are rolling. They are watching the car burst into, into flames. They see this little girl, not in a physical form, but in a spirit form, come out of the car and start running around the car. Literally, it's, it's got on camera. Video camera. Literally running around the car. You can see someone is distressed. They're running around. Trying to go back to the car and then going back. Trying to go back. And then it walks out. And it, co it goes. It disappears. Another time they caught another scenario where they were operating on a gentleman in the hospital. And they were busy operating on him. A camera caught his, something like his body coming out of the body. Rising, little rising, rising, live. So there's a guy who was um, a staunchy disprover of life after death. After that instant, he wrote a book. He said, Heaven is real. Heaven is real. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. Because Although he saw that stuff, he's like, ah, no, I don't believe all this stuff. And then it happened to him. He passed out. And when he passed out, he went to heaven. And when he came out of the coma, <laughs> he had to write a book that heaven is what? Real. Written by someone who is not a Christian. Because if it's a Christian, you think, ah, oh, no, 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 it's already in his head. Someone who is an atheist. Someone who never believed in anything like that. Oh, yes. So, the question of resurrection is a big deal. And then one religion said, no, 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 no. Um, we do think resurrection shall happen at the very end when Jesus comes back. But this Jesus himself, he didn't die. Because, because he couldn't die and resurrect. So he didn't die. 
And God had to do a trick, a magic trick. He brought someone who looked like Jesus. And they arrested him, put him on the cross and killed him. But Jesus disappeared. And went to heaven. So now he's in heaven. He shall come back. So how long has he been in the heavens? For about 2,000 years. So he's 2,000 years old. You see, they are trying to resolve the issue of resurrection. Because in all the religions, the ones who come very close to resurrection are the ones who say there shall be resurrection at the end of life. But for us as children of God, so the Jewish religion, they also believe a resurrection, but when? At the end of their life. But that is if you are a Pharisee. But if you're a Sadducee, Sadducee, Sadducees believed there's no resurrection. And so where you find questions about there were seven brothers among us. The firstborn married a woman and he died. And then the second boy married the same woman. He died. The third one married the the, the, the same one. Died. Four, five, Six, the seventh brother married the same woman and then died again. They said, Jesus, tell us, in the resurrection, whose wife shall she be? Because she was legally married to all the seven. Jesus said, no, 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 you error because you know not the scripture nor the power of God. You're wrong, Sadducees, because you don't know the scripture and you don't know what? The power of God of God. In the first instance, when people shall resurrect, they shall be like angels who don't marry. But number two, the power of God is able to resurrect a person. You can't limit the power of God to create and fail to resurrect. So he said you error because you don't know the scripture, nor the what? The power of God. If God was able to create everything from nothing. Can I say that again? If God was able to create everything from nothing. Then he is able to resurrect that which has died. Is that making sense? So Jesus appears on the scene to shatter every question. As far as death was concerned. You see there's nothing that scares a man more than death. That's why in that religion they had to manipulate the whole death thing. The whole death thing. So that people can begin to pop like popcorn. They had to manipulate it. Because they know. People can take a gun and go to war. But they will be trying as much as possible not to be killed themselves. Because of fear of death. But in that religion, they manipulated the information to make people think that when you die in that way, you are welcomed with a fanfare, red carpet in heaven. It was a manipulation. A little manipulation. So Jesus appears to answer the question. He says, I am the life and the resurrection. That's the book of John chapter. It says, I am the life and the what? The resurrection. So in other words, for the first time, we have found a solution to death. Because death must never be the end of everything. 
We know Adam goofed. We know Adam erred. And death entered into the world. People began to die. Everything around us began to die. Trees die. Animals die. People die. Whatever around us dies. Your car dies. Your house dies. Whatever it is, everything is under the influence of death. Because death from that day became the most powerful force. That nobody could stop. Scientists have tried to elongate life. Have tried to treat in order, in order to make a person live long. But there comes a day when they will say, no, 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 no. All our science and our practice has come to an end. Oh, yes. Amen. We can't do any more than this. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. They will say we can't do any more than what? This. They'll try to put a person on the machine. The machine will be breathing for the person for however long until they say, no, 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 no. We have to switch off the machine. Because all the attempts were trying to sustain life. They know that when it, when it has ended, they can't bring it back. So they're trying to sustain it and prolong it. But Jesus appears on the scene. He says, you can destroy this temple. I'll rebuild it in three days. Oh, yeah. ah, what kind of a guy is this? He says, listen. Listen. He tells them. He says, listen. Me. Me. He says, me. I am the resurrection. And the life. Every person who believes in me, though he were dead, he shall what? He shall live. Because the Death, death was the most powerful force that ever entered God's creation to destroy everything that God has created. Very powerful, very destructive. And God had to find a way of reversing that. And the only way that could be reversed was two things. Number one, the penalty for sin had to be paid in full. Now, the problem is, if you have to pay for your own sins as a sinner, you die because every soul that sinneth shall what? Die. How do you pay for your sins? You must die for your sins. So if you had to die to pay for your sins, there's a problem. You are not the resurrection. When you die, you have died. And you go... To pay for your sins. Amen. But he had to take someone who was able to, to die, pay for the sins, enter the dimension of the dead, and he had the power within himself yes. to come out of death oh, yes. and make himself alive. Yeah, you are not hearing me. The devil has no solution to a person like that one. Because the devil is able to kill. But after killing, he's not able to hold it down. Anybody has got the power of resurrection inside of them. Are you hearing me? So that's why the gospel of Jesus Christ in the first days of the church centered around resurrection. 
It was all about resurrection, 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 resurrection. Why? It was important to preach the resurrection. Why? Because the Jewish religion didn't have a solution for death. They were waiting for a Messiah to come at the end of the age and then the resurrection will take place. But Jesus says, no, 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 no. I am the resurrection and the life. So we are not waiting for a future day. I am that future. If I meet you today, I'm going to turn your life around. Now you're not hearing me. So you as a child of God, you are not waiting for a day when you shall be resurrected. Why? Because the day you became born again, you were resurrected that day. You're a dangerous creature. Death has got no power over your life. Hey. 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 Even when you are becoming born again, the Bible says, what does it say? You see, Romans chapter 10 from verse number 1. I know we know the verse I'm talking about. If you shall confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in your heart that God hath raised him from the dead, you shall be what? Saved. Your salvation is tied to resurrection. But you see, before you come to that verse, that verse, there's a whole story from verse number one. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer for the Jews is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have got a zeal for God, but without knowledge. How many people have got zeal, but no knowledge? Oh, yes. They are busy bodies, but no knowledge. Oh, yes. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves to the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law to every person that believeth. For Moses describeth the righteousness which is of the law. That every man that doeth those things shall live by them. But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh. Say not in your heart. Who shall ascend up to heaven? That is to bring down Christ from above. Nor who shall descend into the deep that is to bring up Christ from the dead. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth. And that is the word of faith which we preach. That if you shall confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. And shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. For with the heart man believeth. And to what? Righteousness. But with the mouth, with the mouth, with the mouth. So every person born from Adam and Eve were born dead. What is death? We think death is when the body drops. Boom. No. Death is separation. When the spirit of man is separated from the spirit of God, that is death. Oh, yes. When the spirit of man is separated from the body, that is death. <laughs> You're not hearing me. That is death. Death is separation. Either the spirit of man from the spirit of God or the spirit of man from the body of man. 
We only think of death in the second dimension. But there's the first dimension where the spirit of man is separated from the spirit of God. When that separation took place in the Garden of Eden, man died. But he retained a physical life. Because his spirit was not yet separated from the body. It happened later. 900 years later. You are not hearing me. You'll never be the same again. Say, I'll never be the same again. Say, never, never, never. Say, never, never, never. Say, my life will never be the same again. Never, never, never. Say, thank you, Jesus. You see, when you understand the principle of death and what happened to you when you became born again, you change your perspective. The Bible says, and you hath he made alive who were dead. So in other words, you were resurrected the day you became born again. Oh, yes. So that young guy who became born again here today has just been resurrected. Oh, yes. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Say yes. yes. He's become alive. become alive. So when the spirit of man will be separated from his body, he will not die again. He will sleep. Yes. The Bible says sleep oh, yes. in Christ. Sleep. So you are not waiting for the resurrection of your spirit. You are waiting for the resurrection of your body. Not your spirit. Amen. But sinners who are not born again. When they die... I'm sorry, there's no resurrection for their spirits. There's only one resurrection of the body. They are spirits which are separated from God. They shall be reunited with their physical bodies. Ready to line up on the judgment seat of God. God is the great white throne judgment. John says, I saw people from all nations, big, small, great, yellow, whitey, blacky, greeny, blue, pink, standing on the line to be judged. But you will not be on that line because your spirit is already resurrected. Your spirit is already connected with God. Are you hearing me? So your starting position is not trying to please a Jehovah God. Now, your starting position is you are with Jehovah God. Seated. Seated. In heavenly places. In Christ. Are you hearing me? So when the Bible says, who shall separate us? Who shall separate us? Is it death? Is it persecution? It is hardship. It is poverty. No, none of them shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Why? Because your spirit is born again. Your spirit is resurrected. It can never die again. Shout yes. Yes. Oh, you're not hearing me. So when... So when the disciples began the ministry, they said something in Acts chapter 1, verse 22. They said, the one to take over the position of Judas Iscariot has to be someone who has been with us from the beginning of the ministry. 
who has walked with, has seen the power, has seen the preaching, heard the gospel. But above all, that person should be able to witness about the resurrection of Christ. You are not hearing me. Acts 1.22. And then I'm done. (laughs) Anybody here for the first time? Those who are here for the first time, just wave at me. Are you surviving? Is it good? (laughs) Imagine, since the beginning of the service, we haven't read the Bible, we're reading the Bible now. They must, they must have been wondering, does this church read the Bible? Mm. <laughs> Aye. Now, our visitors, I think uh, we've got some visitors with kids, right? Um, you bear with us. Our Sunday school program is not running normal because we don't have space here. But we're moving to our new venue. Oh, yes. we've just, we're supposed to be in our new venue today. But they delayed with the lease documents, which I'll be signing tomorrow. Um, so very soon we'll be moving to our new venue. So bear with us. Those kids are going to have an amazing space. We've got a lot of people who are not able to come to the services because of children. So they connect. But there we're going to have a lot of space. When I say a lot of space, believe you me. It's a lot of space. So those who are not able to come because of the kids, please bear with us, right? Yeah, as soon as we move to our new venue, they'll be out of space. Acts one twenty two. One, two, three, go. Beginning from the baptism of John unto that same day that he was taken up from us, must one be ordained to be a witness with us of his resurrection? Must one be what? Ordained to be a what? A witness with us of his what? Resurrection. Post-resurrection is a big deal. So our gospel probably sometimes we focus on other things. But I'm suggesting to you, begin to talk more about the resurrection. Oh, yes. Because there's a truth, it doesn't matter what, how, when. People are confronted with death. But they need to know, when they become born again, they've got victory. Oh, yes. Over death. Amen. They are resurrected. Their spirits are resurrected. Oh, yes. They become alive. Oh, yes. So that that day when their spirit is separated from the body is no longer considered death. Yes. But they what? Sleep. Someone says sleep. sleep. So this topic of resurrection, I'm going to talk about it the whole month of April. Because this is the whole month of what? Resurrection. Let's go to Acts 2.24. This is Peter now in his first message preaching the gospel. Acts 2.24. He's preaching the gospel. What does he say? One of the sentences. Whom God hath raised up. Having loosed the pains of death. Because it was not possible that he should be holding of it. He's talking about Jesus says I am the what? Resurrection. So when his spirit and his body were separated. The devil tried to keep them separated. How? He made sure that before the body of Jesus went on the cross, he had erected it. Are you following me? He erected the body. And when the body was on the cross, he brought a guy to pierce 
He sighed. So his heart ruptured. Blood and water came out. Are you not hearing me? The Bible says the guy was so beaten that when you look at him, you didn't recognize him. I know we've got a Jesus who is wearing that thing. And he's even smiling. There was no smile. The man was wrecked. He says when we look at his visage, we shall not recognize him. There's no beauty in him that we may desire him. That is how much he was wrecked when he was beaten by those 40 whips. Are you hearing me? But what happened? When time came for him to resurrect, his spirit came back into the body. After paying for your sins, after God accepted the penalty for your sins, his spirit came back because it's the resurrection. He, the devil tried. The Bible says demons and the devils, they tried to pile themselves on top of him when he went to hell. You know, Jesus went to hell. So when he was there, they tried to pile themselves on top of him to hold him there. That's what the Bible says, for he could not be warden of death. He is the resurrection. He threw threw off himself. The principalities were trying to hold him down. He threw them off. And said, it is time for me to walk out. So he walked out and entered the body. When he entered the body, now believe you me, after three days and three nights, it's not in Alaska where it's freezing cold. This is the Middle East. Oh, yes. It's a warm and hot. A body of a person who has been beaten, whipped, and left in that condition for three days and three nights. I'm telling you, ask him Martha and Mary. They will tell you that, oh, Lord, he stinketh. Now you're not hearing me. In John 11, when Jesus came to the grave of Lazarus, he said, remove the stone. What did they say? No. no. For what? Stinketh. He was not in a refrigerator. Yes, he was not in a cold room. He was not in a mortuary. So in other words, his body at that point had already begun decomposition. But when his spirit entered that body, boom, oh, yes. the body got a reversal. Oh, yeah. The decomposition was reversed. Every single wound on his body were healed except the ones he chose to keep. For the sake of evidence. There were a lot of Thomas Didymus out there. They said, no, 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 no. What, what, what did you say? We saw Jesus. I shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Unless I poke my finger through his holes. And thrust, thrust, thrust my hand through his side. I will not believe. So Jesus said, all right. Oh, everything be healed except here, here, and my legs. I've got a Thomas Didymus. <laughs> he needs to. So when he, when he met him, he said, hey, Thomas. Oh, my Lord. No, don't say Lord. I heard what you said. You said unless you <laughs> oh, yes. hear my hands. No, 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 no. I believe you are the Messiah. Now look at you now. <laughs> That's why the Bible says, by his stripes, you wear what? Yeah. Yeah, of course, Jesus. 
when he was going on the cross through those wounds, every sickness, every disease, Jesus had cancer when he was going on that cross. Jesus had a stroke when he was on that cross. He had open wounds when he was on that cross. Every sickness, every disease was laid on him. Every sin was laid on him. But when he resurrected, every one of them was healed. Each one of them healed. Christ perfected, came out with a fresh body that could walk through walls and yet it could eat fish. Amen. So when he appeared, they said, no, 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 we don't trust this body. Is this a little body or what? He said, do you have fish or bread? They said, yeah, we have got fish and bread here. So I said, give me. He ate. A body that could just appear, but it was able to eat physical fish and physical bread. What kind of a body was that? And that's what you shall get yourself now. In the twinkling of an eye, the Bible says we shall all be changed. This body of corruption shall put on incorruption. And we shall be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. Shout yes. (laughs) I love it. But I love something better than that. Do you know what it is? It is in Romans chapter 8. There's something better than that. Don't need me to show you? Or you're tired? Let me show you something. Romans chapter 8. There's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God is sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us. Walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. For they that after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that after the spirit the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritual minded is what? Life and peace. For the carnal mind. Because the carnal mind is what? Enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God. Neither indeed can they be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh. But in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of Christ dwelleth in you. Now if any man hath not Christ in him. If you don't have the spirit of Christ, you are what? Huh? You are none of his. You are none of his. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Uh huh. Next. But if. And if Christ be in you, what is happening to the body? The body is dead because of what? So, in other words, when you become born again, God deals with sin in your spirit. But your body is too subject. And it can still commit sin. But not your spirit. So when the devil says, Yeah, 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 you are a sinner. Tell him, shut up, shut up. I'm not a sinner. I am not my body. I am spirit. Uh, You're not hearing me. 
not a license to go and sin. But it's a license to conquer sin in the body. You see now. The body is dead because of sin. But what? The spirit is life because of what? Righteousness. When you become born again, God imputes righteousness to your spirit. So the spirit man is beyond sin. But the flesh can still do those fleshy things. No, someone touches you. It's not your spirit, it's your flesh. You wake up in the morning, don't touch me. And their flesh is reacting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean husband and wife. I mean... Uh, <clears throat> hey. It is their flesh reacting. Oh, yes. It's not their speed. Their speed is perfect. Their speed is holy. Their speed has got the righteousness of God in it. Look at the next verse. But if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwell in you. If the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwell in you. He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also resurrect, quicken, give life. To your what? Your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. So in other words, it's like, it's like um, a car that uses battery, not fuel or petrol. That uses battery. The spirit of God begins to empower the, your body. Begins to empower your body. So you can live longer. You can live healthier. Oh, you didn't hear me. You didn't hear me. You've got a mechanism within you. That conquers death. Oh, yes. He's called the spirit of resurrection. Ha! So don't just accept sickness. There is already a solution to sickness. Because sickness is localized death. Sickness is localized death. Sickness is there to separate your body body from your what? Your spirit. But God gave you his spirit. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. So in other words, as I'm talking now, the resurrection power is working in you. And through you. You better direct it to your body so that your body can receive health. Are you hearing me? Say yes. Yes. Ah, Hearing power is ready in you. But if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Moses got the revelation. God, Moses got it. God said, Moses, go to the mountain and die. Moses said, all right, sir. I'm going to go Mount Nebo or Pisgah. So he climbed the mountain, went to the top, says, God, I'm here. But I can't die. <laughs> I have a problem. Something is waking me, giving me life. Oh, yes. So God waited, waited. The guy is just walking around, you know, enjoying his life. He's 120 years old. His eyes are sharp. It's like, hey, God, I'm here. You said I should die. I'm not dying. (laughs) Do you know what the Bible says? God came down and killed him. 
God had to come down and switch it off. <laughs> God, God, not God, Jehovah God had to come down and he turned it off. And then Moses died. Then the devil appeared. Can I have the body of Moses? God says, you want to get what? This body. I want to get it. Why? There's a secret of longevity. I want my people who are sinners and evil to live 120 years. God said, no, you are not going to have this. The funeral of Moses was attended by one man. His name is Jehovah God. He was the funeral director. He was the one who was crying. He was the one who was digging. (laughs) Someone say resurrection. Rise on your feet. Say I am resurrected. Resurrected. Say, O Lord, I thank you for the resurrection power which is at work in my life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed and until next time, Shalom.